all of my romantic interests are in the same, you know, <laughs> radius of each other. Edward, Jacob, and just in third place, Mike Newton. Mike Newton. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. We are back. The time has come. The much-anticipated, requested, and awaited Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1. I was honestly shocked. I was like, have we already gotten to the second to the last movie? Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know what we're going to do when we're done with them. Yeah. What happens? What happens after? I've seen all the Twilight movies. <laughs> What do I do, guys? We will continue on our Hunger Games journey. That'll be our next franchise. That's true. Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, we we saw your DMs for months asking, and literally the moment that we found out the strike was over, we sent an email to Sarah. We were like, "How soon? Yes, can we make this happen?" So we are super excited to finally get this episode out after much anticipation, and. We're going to get right into it shortly. Before we do, just want to remind you about our Patreon. Uh, This month, we did The Princess Bride, and it was so much fun to record. We had the best time. So if you're interested in listening to us shoot the shit about The Princess Bride and create our own drinking game throughout, (laughs) uh, definitely head over to Patreon. Yes. And without any further ado, we'll just fly you uh, spider monkeys right into the episode. (laughs) Let's do it. You've been asking, you've been waiting patiently, and we are finally here yes. with our lovely, incredible scholar, our, our dear f- friend and treasured guest. Uh, please, everybody, put your hands together and welcome the wonderful Sarah, a.k.a. the artist formerly known as Twilight Talk. Ah! <laughs> oh my God, hi. Thank you for letting me come talk about Breaking Dawn finally. I'm so excited. We're so excited. I'm, I'm like, truly, I'm like, I'm like shaking with anticipation. I can't believe that I'm finally going to get to talk about this. Yeah, we hadn't, we had planned to do this episode before the strike happened. In August, yeah. And yeah, if if the stars had aligned, it would have come out like right around uh, Edward and Bella's wedding anniversary. Cursed day. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, our plans were dashed, but we are now here. Yes. Yes. I just said this, but I'm going to say it on mic now. Despite the lack of plot in this movie, there is so much fodder to dig into. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like as two seasoned um, watchers, I'm just reeling like I'm chomping at the bit to like know your thoughts and like to get like Sarah, your historic knowledge. Sure. Um, and I'm also just questioning why Stephanie Meyer is free to this day and why she isn't locked up <laughs> in jail. She, why is she either she should be 5150 or imprisoned? <laughs> mm-hmm. And this is the evidence. Thank you. I'm glad because uh, I, yeah. yes, Christina and I are like seasoned watchers, but I can't wait to hear your yes. just like fresh take on this your virgin eyes abomination. Because I will say the book, I know, I the know. source material is an abomination. The book is, sh- it should be, I don't, okay. I don't believe in burning any books, but we should burn these. <laughs> this but one. this one is different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it shouldn't exist in print. We need to get mm-hmm. rid of it. 
you're right. Nothing happens. And I think like part of the reason they did, I don't know if this is true, but I feel like they thought they could get away with two movies because Harry Potter, the Her- the yes. last two Harry Potter movies were coming out at the time yeah. and really yeah. needed two movies. No, no. absolute Mm-mm. abomination. And so Mm-mm. I just can't wait to like really dig in. And cause I think, I think we probably have the most to say about this one. Whereas the least nothing happens. Yeah. Like you thought that nothing happened in eclipse. Guess again, eclipse was a goddamn roller coaster compared to this one. Absolute roller coaster ride. When I started this movie, I was just like, wait, am I watching the correct movie? Like (laughs) there's something out, like I'm missing something. And I was like, Oh no, like we've covered three films right yeah like we covered three films <laughs> no, you couldn't you're not missing anything unfortunately okay but and the crazy thing yeah. is that she wanted when she was writing the books it was supposed to be like twilight and then forever dawn this yeah, story a new moon new moon and Two. eclipse were not supposed to the events of new moon wow. and eclipse were not supposed to exist what so for her she reverse engineered new moon and eclipse from breaking dawn <laughs> she was like i don't know much but I know and she still <laughs> does that. I want breaking dawn. I want my my characters to end up in a breaking dawn scenario. And that to me mm. is a criminal offense. Yeah. That's that's the best <laughs> way that writing happens when you're trying to justify an ending that you've already picked and you have to just shuffle things around until the it best writers that it's true, the best writing has gotten done by saying, I I would like uh, you know, like some sort of like demon spawn bullshit to happen. <laughs> how can I? How can I reverse engineer all of all of it? Mm-hmm. Um, that's how the best writers work. Absolutely mm-hmm. torture Jacob in the process. Absolutely, poor Jacob in this movie. Jacob mm-hmm. and all and all indigenous people. If I could, yeah. like crimes well, against yes. indigenous people. But if I could just drag Jacob through absolute hell and leave him there yeah. forever. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's leave him trapped, tethered to it forever. Because yeah. if we remember, yeah. Jacob like wasn't really a character in Twilight, and no. wasn't really a character in what was Forever Dawn either. He was a pretty tertiary character. Yeah, um, what happens to him does happen, but there wasn't really like uh, Bella and Jacob like didn't weren't in love. Yeah, um, so that never happened that's so good that sounds so healthy yeah she was like i know what i want jacob for and it's for something Mm -hmm. absolutely fucking unholy so let's let's just rewrite (laughs) that (laughs) yeah oh my goodness yeah well before we get too much into it we're gonna throw some some numbers into the chat gotta talk about yeah the the money yeah so we have a 127 million dollar budget which is almost double the budget of eclipse um, my guess is it's because of the amount of uh, special effects that they had to use on yeah. Bella specifically throughout this mm-hmm. movie. Like most of the way she looks while she's spoiler alert, pregnant um, mm. is special effects. Yes. But huge return at the box office. We're looking at seven hundred and twelve point two million doll hairs at the box Holy office. Shit, that's yeah. insane money and the fact that i mean when when did this movie come out what year was it 2011 11 yeah because in the The, last 2011 the second one came out in 2012 yeah yeah because at that point i was in middle school and the biggest most like popular book was the twilight series like Mm -hmm. like every girl on the volleyball team 
um, who had her hair in a ponytail, was reading Twilight <laughs> and watching that movie and looking back at it, I'm like, you're all mentally ill. Like, what was... <laughs> Because I never read it and I was yeah. never interested in it at that age. And I'm sorry, Christina, I'm like adding you right now. Yeah, but I'm like, like, it's me. It's like, that's what you're talking but about. But literally, like, I now you have like foresight. Like, now mm-hmm. you're like, okay, that's crazy. But also, I'm like, my parents wouldn't let me watch these movies. Well, and right. I'm almost like, I feel like I should call them and be like, thank you, <laughs> dear <Yeah>. God. <laughs> Yeah, I was like 30 years old in 2001, like running to the movie theater, even though I'd mm-hmm. read the source material and was like, this is can't possibly film well. Like, this isn't no. going to be mm-hmm. go well. On, it didn't go well in the books. How's it going to go? On well, screen? I'm like, um, Stephanie Meyer, like the gorilla grip you had on teenage girls and you used it for such <laughs> filth, such an abomination. OK, she didn't. She did Nothing not use good. it for good at all. No, no. not at all. Yeah, I do remember like when. Leading up to this movie coming out, everybody was very, like, concerned with how the sex scenes were going to look and how the birth was going to look because all the other movies had been PG-13. Yeah. And people were like, no, like, you have to show it. Like, you need to really concerned about the sex scene. Yeah. 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 And they wanted to, like, really sit firmly in the PG-13 rating. But initially, like, the sex Mm -hmm. scenes that they had filmed, uh, it was going to give the movie an R rating because – and I quote – this was blamed on Kristen Stewart's wild thrusting during filming. She got a little too into it, I guess. So mm-hmm. they had to reshoot that and tone it down a bit so that they could get the PG-13. Um, and they also decided to film the birth from Bella's perspective to not like yeah. actually show Edward ripping into her uterus uh, like, with yeah, his doing, teeth. Doing, doing that, that teeth C-section. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So thank God we were saved. The teeth section. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> mm, well, because in the book, we get it from Jacob's perspective, right? Yes. So like you... That poor boy. Mm-hmm. That poor man. But a 17-year-old. He's 17 years. 16, he's 17. Maybe, so. He's 17. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or 16. He is so young in this. And he's like, got to watch like yeah. the girl I'm in love with. But also like truly now they're like best friends, right? Mm-hmm. See her go through almost dying um, getting pregnant, drinking blood, yeah. and having this most traumatic of births. Yeah. yeah. Most traumatic. Yeah. And dying. And dying. How do you come back from that? Well. <laughs> well. I remember there's like, uh, we can get to it later, but there when, when he is in the scene in the book, because she's like naked, when yeah. like Edward rips all her clothes off to like, obviously to like deliver the baby, he's yeah. going like, to eat through her, her belly. <laughs> And Jacob's like, she's na- like, I've always dreamed of seeing her naked, but I never thought it would be like this. And it's just like, Jacob, come on. Are you for real? So like oh. Stephanie Meyer had to put that in. She was like, wait, there's something missing here. Hmm. What can I do to make this even more grotesque? Oh, Jacob. What can I do to make this worse? Finally delighted to see her naked, uh, naked after all this time. But wishing it wasn't like this because she's literally like a pregnant skeleton. Unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. A dead, a dead pregnant skeleton. Yeah. I, yeah. So I don't know if you're aware, Mo, but like in Breaking Dawn, the book, mm-hmm. after like Bella finds out that she's pregnant, it then the book switches to Jacob's perspective up until like oh, Renesmee yeah. is born and then so, it switches back. And I know like a lot of people bucks. like, yeah, a lot of people hate 
the Jacob perspective thing. Yeah. I think it's much more interesting. And I think that like Stephanie kind of had to be a better writer mm-hmm. to like do that. So I think it was like good for her as a writer to like have that exercise mm-hmm. of not writing from literally her own perspective. I like it too. Yeah. Yeah. There's this one scene in it that like has always stuck with me because I think it's just like so tragic where Jacob like drives to the mall and is just like mm-hmm. looking at every single girl there, hoping to God that he'll imprint on somebody so he can like fall out of love with Bella. Like he's so yeah, desperate to just God. like find something. And it's like so devastating. I would have loved more of that in the movie. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Instead of like whatever, whatever we got. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the hell this is. <laughs> yeah, because he he does he does he does that before she gives birth. He like goes mm-hmm. out and he he has a good talk with like a nice like redheaded girl. Yeah, or something. it was like a nice character, but unfortunately he does not imprint. No. Um. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I like his perspective too. I am one of the people that hated it initially, but when I reread the books as like an adult, like in twenty twenty, um, I was like, oh, this is actually like much needed. Yeah. Um. And I don't know how I would have handled every, every like all the pregnancy stuff from Bella's perspective because that's again oh how gosh. it was originally written, and they had to be yeah. like Stephanie, please, we don't. It was like tons of pregnancy. <laughs> Reel it stuff. in. Yeah, they were. They were like because I guess like Stephanie Meyer, like we we and maybe I'm like talking too much about this before we get into it, but like she found pregnancy absolutely horrifying, um, mm. and. Like the reason that Stephanie it, Meyer. Yeah. And so the reason that it is so horrific is because she's like, I think it is like worthy of horror type stuff. So I wow. think it was probably even worse. Interesting. I think it was probably even worse. Right. From both perspectives. Like it's not well, it's not coincidental that this is like a horror movie. It's like she yeah. was like leaning into body horror. No, absolutely. Like there was so much body horror and a lot of tropes I've seen in the genre and other films, but it was like if that's the intention, I think that it I mean, there's nothing subtle about Stephanie Meyer in her writing or film, but if that was the focus, like it could have been so much more artfully done and to be like Of course. Yeah, birth is this incredible thing that we like laud or whatever, like everyone's like praising all the time, but it's like actually can be very incredibly like physically draining and awful, which is like a valid perspective and and what a great fresh idea and she just had to like right. make it so horrible and portray it so poorly and so like so. In- inaccessibly too like no oh, woman who's course. ever had a baby is looking at this being like i relate <laughs> like, yeah. like no i too remember when i bent down to pick up my spill like spilt cup of blood and my back fucking and my oh, back yeah. broke <laughs> i look like i'm in a limbo tournament right now uh yeah it's so relatable <laughs> Oh, oh my god my gosh well with that being said i think we should just dive Let's in because there's so much to discuss all right so well i just need to take a breath before we <laughs> fucking open the floodgates so the opening scene, we see a red sky into a blue one as the sun begins to peek over the clouds, already very dramatic. What's going to happen? And we hear Bella say, childhood is not from birth to a certain age. And at a certain age, a child is grown and puts away childish things. Childhood is the kingdom where nobody dies. And it's a rainy morning. 
we pan down to the black residence where Jacob storms through the door, dropping Edward and Bella's wedding invitation on the ground. He's unwell. Okay. (laughs) He takes off his shirt. Of course, we got to get that in the very first scene. Yep. His hard 16-year-old body. Sexualize the Yeah. Starting off on a great note. Mm -hmm. And of course, he phases into a wolf and runs into the woods and Billy Black is just like whoa 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 hey 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 my son please (laughs) (laughs) meanwhile Charlie sits in his house looks at the invitation and Renee being the most oh my god (laughs) I don't know deadbeat mom (laughs) and non-active in her her daughter's life just like blissfully unaware happily shows this to her uh, minor league baseball husband Phil and doesn't she say like it's happening it's very like Sheena Shea from Vanderpump Rules like it's happening what (sighs) you're set your 18 year old daughter's getting married Mm -hmm. ma'am like why are you so amped freshly graduated a mere yeah. three months ago. Renee's amped. Yay. I just love Charlie. Poor Charlie. Oh, God. Having to deal with this hellish experience. And he's just like, if there's anything I can be to support my daughter. Like, he's just like, if I can just support her and be there for her, like, maybe it'll all be okay. And I'm like, sir, it won't. <laughs> no. It's not. <laughs> there's no universe in which any of this ends up being okay. Sorry, no. Charlie. Oh. Um, over at the Cullen mansion, uh, Bella is trying to walk in her beautiful wedding heels that she doesn't deserve. She, she's not like other <laughs> girls. She needs to get those heels off. Like Bambi, right? She's like, oh, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like just, Kristen Stewart's just like stuttering and breathing. Um, yeah, sighing. Yeah. And so Alice says, oh, you just need to break them in. But Bella says she has for like three days. Um, She's like, it's like a little bit much with like the dress and the shoes and the elaborate ceremony. Um, And Alice says it's exactly enough because she will sooner die than listen to what Bella wants. Alice (laughs) is not the best. I think we've talked about this before, but Alice Mm -hmm. is like such a shitty friend. Yeah, um, she's like, Bella's my little doll that I can just dress up. Oh, yeah. She's like, this is like my living vicariously through a human experience. Yeah, truly. That's, and at the end of Eclipse, like, they, like, uh, I think Alice finds out that Bella was, because they were going to go elope, like, Edward said that mm. they could. And Alice, like, is, dev- like, Alice shames and guilts Bella in a way that is so unacceptable, and then mm-hmm. she's like, please, you have to let me do whatever I want, whatever I want, whatever I want, and it's like, that's why it's like this. Um, yeah. So Bella takes the shoes off and puts her sneakers on without socks, which it makes me so upset every time. Um, she sees Edward pensively staring out the window, and she wants to go to him, but Alice tells her to go home and get some beauty sleep. Um, and they hug and Bella leaves. This is the best. Kristen Stewart clearly <laughs> thinks that she's out of, I only found out about this last year. Um, Same. a follower told me about it and then I had to make a video about it. Cause I was like, what? Dear God, Kristen Stewart <laughs> thinks that she's, out. she thinks that she's out of frame because she like skips out of the frame. She does like a little <laughs> hop 
when that's when, crazy. You know, I have to go back. I have to go back and watch. Bella's that. in like the worst <laughs> place. Bella's coming from a place of I want to run barefoot down the aisle of a courthouse, right? And mm. Kristen Stewart is just like hippity hopping he... out of the frame, <laughs> and it's insane. I couldn't believe it when I went back and verified mm-hmm. the truth of this. Yeah, this discovery was like very similar to the discovery when like you see edward like standing in that doorway in Flat twilight i'm pretty sure frame. yeah, yeah. In twilight when yeah. he's hiding in the room in plain sight mm-hmm. oh my very similar vibes so bella goes back home we see she's like packed up the last of her room because let us not forget she is moving out to get married and she goes over to the dream catcher that jacob gave to her looks at it lovingly but that moment is ruined by edward he's here now she she feels he just can't leave her alone (laughs) just saw each other through the window yeah so she feels a gust of wind and suddenly oh my god here he is he says he wanted to check on her you know to see if she had any cold feet and she says that her feet are toasty warm and he says it's not too late to change your mind you know i've been waiting a century to marry you but I haven't told you everything about myself. And we're like, oh, my God. Oh, great. What could it be, King? Uh, He basically tells her that a few years after he turned, he actually rebelled against Carlisle because he resented him for curbing his appetite. So for a while, he, like, went off on his own because he wanted to know what it felt like to hunt. And we get this flashback to, I think, like, the 30s, I want to say. It was, like, the 20s or the 30s, yeah. Yeah. Uh, They just started having movies in theaters yes yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he's like i'm i'm watching the train is it gonna hit me like <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry please so he's he's at the talkies and he notices yes. uh, a man like watch a woman leave the theater and obviously he can hear his thoughts he's having some likely disgusting thoughts and knows that this man is like planning to attack this woman so Edward ends up following the man out of the theater and killing him just before he can, like, attack this woman. So Edward explains that all the men he killed were all monsters. But so was he. He's on his vigilante shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. My gosh. oh, he's such a Yeah, no, this is Edward's mm-hmm. vigilante era. Yeah. So Bella says they were all murderers. He probably saved more lives than he took, which is probably true. Fair enough. Yeah. He says that's what he told himself, but they were all human beings. And he saw who he was and what he was capable of in their eyes as they died. God, what a loser. And Bella's like, hey, <laughs> hey, why, why are you telling me this tonight? Like, what's up? And he says he just wondered if it would make her question becoming a vampire herself but bella has her mind set on this decision and says she knows that she can do this because he did and hopefully a year from now when she looks in the mirror she'll see someone like him someone capable of courage sacrifice and then it looks like kristen stewart is literally choking on this word as it's coming out of her mouth (laughs) love (laughs) edward then kisses bella and that's when our respectful king our himbo king emmett whistles from downstairs edward is late for his bachelor party which is a hunting party and he jumps up to the window and he's like hey bella you better send her send him out before we come in there after him and then jasper the freak uh jumps up as well and assures her that man (laughs) yeah he's like don't worry don't worry bella we'll get him back in plenty of time 
the youngest major in the Texas cavalry. Yeah. <laughs> Shucks, ma'am, we'll get oh, your fiance back to you. Who hasn't been a bachelor party here in twenty five years? So Edward and Bella say their goodbye. He says, "I'll meet you at the altar," and she says, "I'll be the one in white." Yes. So the next scene we see is Bella walking down the aisle as red rose petals fall, and she looks at all the smiling guests. Everyone is in white, Mm -hmm. and it's very, like, it's all, you know, monotone, and she makes her way up to the altar to Edward, and they stand together. When Bella is faced with the Volturi, (gasps) oh, my God. And she turns around to see that all the chairs are empty and the aisle is filling with blood. Oh, my God. (laughs) Edward has blood on his mouth and his shirt and Bella has blood on her hands. And the dress is all covered in blood as well. Zoom out to reveal that they are standing on a pile of all the wedding guests' dead bodies. Wow! You do you see like uh, you see like Mike Newton and Jessica Stanley and like, like Charlie yeah. in there in, the, in that big pile? Um, yeah. But guess what? It's just a dream. Thank um, God. That's you, yep. you knew something was off when they were all wearing white. I was like, what is happening here? I was like, never. <laughs> no one would yeah. ever do that at a wedding. Alice would never have allowed this to happen. No. Right. I know a lot of people preferred like this wedding dress when the movie came out and they were like, this should have been her dress. I disagree. I love I disagree the well. wedding dress that they picked for her. I think it's so classic and timeless Fantastic. and beautiful. Yeah. Fantastic. The back of her wedding dress is beautiful. I'm not a huge fan of the front. I get like, that. Like the, the way seams. that the bodice yeah, is. That's fair. Yeah, I don't really. It seemed um, a little bit like it didn't fit her quite right. It seemed like a right. little bit big in the front. The back right. of it is so, mm-hmm. so beautiful. I didn't Stunning, really like, yeah. I didn't really like the one in the dream because I think it is very, very much like she would never wear that. No. And it feels mm-hmm. very like dated as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It like is. it's something you would see on an old episode of Say Yes to the Dress. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so Bella, thank God, thank God that Bella and Edward didn't like eat all their wedding guests and then stand on top of them. It's just a dream. (laughs) Um, so we see that Alice is helping Bella get ready when who comes in, but Rose, Rosalie, um, and she offers to help Bella's with Bella's hair, which is great because they like Rosalie has her whole thing where she like can't stand Bella. Mm -hmm. Um, Bella's surprised and Rosalie's like, well, I'm not offended by, you know, your choice of groom, uh, just your blatant lack of respect for mortality and humanity and all of your choices, basically. But Edward's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so Alice is like, why do you bring everyone together? She's like, so annoying. <laughs> Marriage brings people together. <laughs> <sighs> So then Renee and Charlie arrive. They go to see Bella. You know, her hair and makeup is all done. She looks beautiful, of course. Renee starts crying about how beautiful she is. And Bella gasps at how just so handsome Charlie looks in his tux. He looks so great. We love Billy Burke. And they tell Bella they wanted to give her something blue. It's a Grandma Swan's like hair comb. They added some sapphires to um, Charlie also makes like a little snide comment. He's like, oh, yeah, it's also old. You know, you need your something old besides your mother. I'm like, haha. Love it. 
Yeah. So Alice, besides your deadbeat mother. Yeah, throw all yeah. that shade at Renee. Movie Charlie can do it. He can get away. Yes. Like, please, go Book for Charlie, it. Book Charlie, not so much. Book Charlie made <laughs> Bella clean the house and make him breakfast on the wedding morning. Just FYI, oh, they didn't put that in. I forgot about she, that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's making breakfast and like cleaning, doing chores. And he's like grumbling about having to put it, put a tux on. He's like, he's well, you're still under my roof. You're going to clean the house like all right Mm -hmm. yep so alice puts the comb in bella's hair and renee says it's her first family heirloom and she can pass it on to her daughter and her daughter and like she starts crying again and bella goes to hug her mother and have this like very sweet moment which has so much more weight to bella than renee even knows because bella Mm -hmm. knows she's not going to have a child at this point but Mm -hmm. alice blocks her and is like no smudging my masterpiece and i was like absolutely I hate alice killing I hate me <laughs> out of pocket behavior that's yeah. unexpected even for even for renee like i would like renee to be blocked from the room but bella deserves to hug her yes. piece of shit mom before she dies exactly mm-hmm. so <laughs> already so much is in disarray um (laughs) and we go to the wedding everyone is seated they're waiting for the ceremony to begin and we see mike and eric the two pit characters that have been just straggling along (laughs) and they're looking around checking out all the beautiful cullen relatives um aka just vampires and jessica asks angela if bella is going to be showing and angela's like She's not pregnant. And Jessica's like, sure. Who else gets married at 18? Voice reason. Yeah. (laughs) Have we ever talked about Angela being interested in women? Have we talked about this? No, No. but it is, uh, it is, um, everybody shit. Like it's, it's a headcanon for the fandom that Angela is like, okay. Queer. Yeah. Just because like when they're like, oh, look at all the like hot girls, she like bites her lip. And I was like, wait, what? That seems like intentional. Mm. But I digress. I've never noticed that, but everyone like, I think like wants that in the fandom, wants that for, um, for Angela. Interesting. But again, I'm unwell. So also (laughs) all of these like quote unquote gorgeous vampires all look like they're on their way to the fucking circus. Like they all look (laughs) crazy. Their makeup is crazy. Their hair is crazy. Their clothes are crazy. And their they eyes are look, like they the contacts are crazy. They yeah. all look mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Yes. And meanwhile, Bella is trying to breathe, but she's clearly very nervous. So Charlie goes over to her and she asks him not to let her fall. And he says, Never. Oh. Never. So sweet. So they make their way down the aisle as uh the turning page starts playing. It's the song that oh my she God, the walks song. Oh, yeah. The like, yeah. We we were just at a wedding like a month and a half ago for our friends, and that was their first dance song. Was turning. Page. I love it so much. It's yeah. so beautiful. So, um, oh, yeah, this is just my my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true though. Like, she's walking down the aisle, her heels sinking into the ground beneath her. Like, just yeah. let the bitch go barefoot. I yeah. don't know why this was such a, like, hill to die on. Mm-hmm. But they pan down the back of Bella's dress. It's really gorgeous and lacy. Um, it just, like, fits her like a glove. And I believe there are, like, buttons right down yeah. her spine as well. It's just, like, very 
classic and beautiful. Um, and Bella is still really nervous. Oh, and Charlie, like the way he looks at her with so much like concern and love for his daughter killed me. He's a good guy. She really like looks like she's going to be in the movies. Yeah. She really looks like she's going to be like sick and Mm -hmm. she's not looking well. No. And people have said that they really dislike her performance here. And I have my own qualms with how Kristen Stewart played Bella, but I actually think she's perfect here. Yeah. Bella really did feel like she was going to like die. Um, Mm -hmm. Like she was so, so nervous. First of all, just being in front of other people, but having to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the first like she is an 18 year old girl yeah. after she, all she's like really doesn't yes. want to get married like she wants to be immortal and like be with Edward forever but marriage like freaks her out a lot yeah it's just something they, there's a whole passion the passage in the beginning of breaking dawn where she's like can't even like really think the word fiance like she just can't handle mm-hmm. it like this is so scary for her um and she rounds the corner and the first person bella sees in the crowd is stephanie meyer herself which I think unbelievable is, I do think is quite a nice cameo because I think there's something symbolic about Bella's creator, like looking her right, them meeting eyes in that moment. Um, because Bella doesn't really have a mom, right? It's like it's not yeah, a man that she's locking eyes with. And Stephanie's look honest, she she looks nice and she looks just yeah. like very like motherly. And I I do like this moment. And Didn't then she, she like create a whole like backstory? She did. Oh my god! She's, uh, yeah, and so of course this had to be like absolutely unhinged. Right. Her date, her date was Wick. Sitting next to her is Wick Godfrey, who is one of the producers of the film, and they were married. Um, but Wick Godfrey was gay. Wick Godfrey is gay in real life, and so mm. she she said he was gay, and like having an affair with like Charlie or something. I can't remember. It was some absolutely, or like had a crush on Charlie or something, some absolutely unhinged backstory that she had for herself that she talked mm-hmm. about all the time when, whenever anyone would ask her about the cameo. Um, and so then Bella turns the corner and her eyes land on Edward. And there is this really beautiful beat here where Chris, you can mm-hmm. see like Kristen Stewart's performance become like centered and grounded. And it's kind of like, everything makes sense. Um, particularly in the book, she like says that she wants to run to Edward as soon as she sees him. She's so excited. Um, she's only looking at him. She's much more confident. Charlie kisses her on the cheek before he hands her off. And the ceremony begins and they just jump straight into the vows. Um, yeah. as it, they <laughs> literally, they're just like, you know what, let's do this, uh, right now. Um, mm-hmm. As a new recording of Flightless Bird, American Mouth plays, mm-hmm. um, which is quite beautiful. But if you listen to the words, they're absolutely insane. And I don't recommend <laughs> walking down to the aisle because people put comments on my, give me comments all the time saying, can you make a video? Because I was watching the wedding scene the other day with the subtitles on and like, what in the hell? Like, why would they ever pick this? To <laughs> oh my gosh. I like don't even know what the lyrics are. They're about like the, um, artist's relationship with to america and how like at first they were really enamored with america and then they weren't anymore and it's a lot about the prescription drug part of the pharmaceutical industry oh my god but when it lands on the aisle it's, it's like i was a fat house cat licking my sore blunt tongue like it's just like crazy it's like rats and stuff <laughs> um, yeah i'm reading the just, lyrics right now and it's and so like i understand oh 
Like this would have never been pissing on a magazine yeah, photos. Pissing on magazines. Those fishing lures thrown in the cold and clean blood of Christ mountain stream. Yep, that's what okay. that, so when you're watching it with the subtitles, oh that's what's going across the screen when you're looking at the two of them at the end of the aisle. And I know why they picked it because of the prom, but it was only in right. the prom scene because Kristen Stewart was listening to it and was like, hey, Catherine, this is like a cool song. She's like 17 years old. But can you listen to what you're putting in here? I, mm-hmm. I mean, the melody is beautiful. And actually, it's like one of my favorite songs, but the the lyrics are are like not like great for our wedding, I guess. No, um, I would agree. Just so so the next time you go through there, put the subtitles on, it's absolutely crazy. Oh my um, gosh. And so they're both like, I do, I do, and I love you. Um, and they kiss and the camera pounds are this is beautiful too. The camera pans mm-hmm. around them to show all the seats empty. They're alone in their little snow globe of love and impending immortality. Uh, mm-hmm. cut back to reality and everyone claps Edward and Bella kiss. Isn't it like in the book when they kiss after they say I do that it's like they start making out and everyone's like really long. uncomfortable? Yeah, like yeah. everyone's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, they, they, they didn't do that in the movie, which I appreciate, but yeah, yeah. In the book they get married in the house, so there's no like horrible moss and high heels or anything like that, but yeah, it's like too much and everyone's like, <laughs> okay, kids. <laughs> yeah, alright. Like, you, you did pervs. it. Yeah. Yeah. So after this moment, yeah, I will say like the wedding is, I think it's very beautifully done. And I also really love that moment when it pans around. It's just like the two of them because it is such a beautiful setting where they do get married with they all did like such the, a good job. The like benches are really pretty and you know, the way that the trees oh, it's gorgeous, yeah. are. Yeah. I know that like they, this was the last scene that they filmed for the movie was the wedding. Yeah. And it was like very, very tight security because they didn't want anything to leak so they had like sheets and umbrellas covering so that no like aerial photos could be taken Kristen Stewart is like locked in a room wearing a Volturi she had a Volturi robe yeah the whole time to like cover the dress so it couldn't be leaked like no phones is like the secret service basically she got really into it too she said she really felt like it was like her wedding and she and I think Rob just thought it was like hilarious yeah, um, I don't think he because he told people afterwards that they were really married and it was a real priest. I just think he was just making jokes, but like you, she was really like this yeah. was her wedding. She was like very serious about it. Yeah, it must be so weird, like looking back at that those memories, like knowing that you were with that person and having this yeah. like whole thing. Who you like yeah. this person who she talked about how like she thought that they were going to get married. Yeah, um, for sure. It must be so bizarre to like watch that back now, years later. I know. Yeah, it's like their wedding. Yeah. yeah. So after this moment, we go to the reception. Uh, the band is playing Bella's Lullaby, of course. Got to sneak it in there. <laughs> uh, Bella's high school friends are making fun of like the gigantic 8 million tiered cake that Alice has ordered, of course. We then see sweet Seth Clearwater. He comes over with Billy Black to congratulate Edward and Bella. Uh, Bella asks Billy if he's heard from Jacob, but Billy just says, I'm sure he wishes you the best. Very sad. Um, also, like Charlie and Billy have a weird little like competitive man moment over not in the, not in the books. Don't know yeah. what don't know what was going on here. And they don't like touch on it again. It only happens in this one scene where they have this so like competitive man moment mm-hmm. over like Sue Clearwater because Charlie's like, "Oh, let me get you a glass of champagne," and Billy's like, "Oh, like rah, rah, rah. and like I can't remember what they say, but it's weird. People think there's a love triangle because of this moment. And I'm like, mm, yeah, not one that I know of. No. And I'm also like her husband just died. What? Like 
a month ago, two months ago. Yeah. So what there it's August and the, and he died in like March or January. Yeah. So let's, let's all cool. And they're fighting over this widower or I guess widow. (laughs) Um, but yeah, we then meet the cousins from Denali. Um, Elazar, Carmen, Tanya, Kate, and Irina, they come over to say hi, but Irina looks like very visibly upset at seeing Billy and Seth there. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I can't do this. They invited a werewolf. And Edward says, he's our friend. But Irina is very upset because the werewolves are who killed Laurent back in New Moon, you may remember. And he was actually living with uh, like the Denali coven before he came back to Forks to kill Bella. Yeah, and they were they were like romantically involved. That was like yes. her bo- her bow. Yeah. So Edward says that he tried to kill Bella, but Irina says she doesn't believe that because he wanted to be a vegetarian and like, you know, be with her. Like he wanted to live their lifestyle. Edward says that he's sorry, but Irina just storms off. And you're going to want to keep this in your back pocket. Yeah, this is important for later. Though. Yeah, I'm a little confused about this because, I mean, I remember Laurent being killed, but like, why? So why does she think that he wasn't trying to kill Bella? And then why did they invite her to the wedding? So knowing that they killed her mate? Well, the Denali's are like very close friends with the Cullens. Like they're they're the only other vegetarian coven. So they've been friends for like a super long time. Um, so that's probably why they're invited. But yeah, I don't she, I don't know if she she's just like in denial about the story, right? Laurent um wasn't planning on killing Bella. Yeah. He was he was like had hooked back. I think he got bored up there with I, I, like Laurent is like very very uh, motivated by power, and I think he got a little bit bored up with them and hooked back up with Victoria for a little bit. And Victoria was like, "Hey, go see if like Bella's alive," and I I think Laurent just got like overwhelmed and. And was like, I gotta eat her. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I don't know that I, I don't know the colors weren't there at the time, so I don't know that Irina knows this. Like, what? Nobody knows what happened, um, except for except for Bella, right? And so I think Irina yeah. is just like believing what what she wants to believe of Laurent that he wouldn't have tried to kill a human and that he has a vegetarian lifestyle. And I think they just still invited because like invited her because they were all on good terms. And I don't even know that they even mm. realized this was like a huge problem because yeah. it's also like, I don't think it's not like they were deeply in love. I don't think Laurent really like cared that much about Irina. Okay. So it's, it wasn't like this big, like they hadn't been together for very long at all. Mm-hmm. If you think about like when Laurent, Matt, it, it, like it's it's been less than a year yeah it would have been like after james died like he split off from victoria and james was living with them for like the summer yeah because then edward leaves and then yeah. laurent yeah. comes back like a month later mm-hmm. so not long at all yeah but victoria is the woman who was hunting for bella yes yes because she right. wanted to kill because... bella because of james right okay okay so you have a lot of like vengeful filled with scorn women like victoria and irena whose mates didn't care about like james didn't care about victoria yet she's like going to all this trouble and she's like i gotta kill about whatever and like laurent didn't really care about irena but she's like Mm -hmm. i can't i have a werewolf oh my god like i'm so triggered like it's in stephanie stephanie meyer it's in stephanie meyer's views on women are interesting (laughs) (laughs) these hysterical women 
<laughs> yeah, definitely. This is so, like a little retconny moment where she was like, "How do I fit something in here that'll help me yeah, out later?" You can tell she just she like okay, just remembered okay. it. Yeah, it's like she's like, yeah. "Well, oh wait, these people shouldn't be meeting. Like, what do I do?" <laughs> yeah, because I think I got confused. I thought that Arena's mate was James. Oh, and then I was, yeah. was like, was wait, but he was with Victoria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So we're back on track. We're good. <laughs> you're right. And I'm sure there's a lot you're going to be confused about. So, yeah. And it's not your fault. It's Stephanie's. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stephanie, what's what's up, girl? <clears throat> um, so then we go to the toasts, which might be my there are so many insane scenes, but like this is oh. probably my least favorite. It's just so cringy. It's, it's and awful. like. It's yeah, long the too. toasts are bad. Yes, they put so much time into the scene. So we get this montage of people giving their speeches. Emmett goes first, toasting to his new sister, Bella. And he says, Bella, I hope you've gotten enough sleep these past 18 years because you won't be getting any more of that for a while. And I'm like, Charlie, like they panned Charlie in the Unhinged. audience. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Then we get Jessica, Bella's frenemy, Anna Kendrick. And I really just feel like this character is Anna Kendrick. Like, never met yeah. her, but just from no, everything I've heard. It absolutely is. Yeah. 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 It's why this is my favorite role of hers. She's so good as Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, she is. And she says, Bella was just like everyone else, like totally mesmerized by Edward or the hair, as I call him. And then suddenly Edward is all about Bella, even though she's not the captain of the volleyball team. I'm just kidding. Or the president of student council. (laughs) Very bitter. Very bitter 18-year-old. Charlie tries to have some sort of like reprieve. He's like, Edward will be a good husband um, because... And also because like he knows I'm a cop and he know and he knows I know how to hunt somebody to the ends of the earth and how to use a gun. Ha ha. Ha ha. Yeah. And then Alice goes and says Bella is her sister and she'll have to get over her aversion to fashion. Everyone's just insanely self-centered in their toasts. Like no one's talking about their relationship or like congratulating them. Um, and then Renee, uh, Renee, she <laughs> sings a song. She sings Go to Sleep, My Love. I horrible hate her. I hate her. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Then Esme thanks Renee and Charlie for raising Bella, and they say they will cherish and protect her forever, which was, I did that think was nice. nice. It's the only yeah. appropriate, yeah. it's the only appropriate toast. Right. Wait, does, does Carla want to say that? He doesn't say anything, I don't That's think. That's so weird. You would expect him to have like a real grandstanding moment with mm-hmm. his superiority. But I guess as may stands yeah. in for them both. Okay. I did find out. I don't know if we've talked about this. Did we talk about how the actor that plays Carlisle went to Tish? No, no I don't think they did. NYU. Yeah. Yeah, he went to NYU, Tish School of the Arts. Wow. And I'm so sorry that he used his degree on this role. <laughs> I'm so sorry, my man. But then Edward says, it's an extraordinary thing to meet someone who you can bear your soul to and who will accept you for what you are. I've been waiting what seems like a very long time to get beyond what I am. And with Bella, I feel like I can finally begin. So I'd like to propose a toast to my beautiful bride, 
No measure of time with you will be enough, but let's start with forever. Hee hee hee, a little innuendo. Can you imagine if you were at a wedding between like two ostensibly 18 year olds and this right. dude's like, mm-hmm. I've been trying to get beyond what I am for a really, really <laughs> long time. a very long time. <laughs> like, what is going if, on? Like without the background information, I'm like, you are broken and you need help. Yeah, like somebody yeah. gets him a lot of help. It's like so if this was an actual yeah. teenager, it's like this is devastating and this should yeah. be yes. TLC. Yes. I need this on TLC right away. Like, yeah. This is not okay. It makes me think about like the 22-year-olds that go on The Bachelor and they're yeah. like, I've been looking for so long. I've been single for, for so long. I'm like, what, since high school? Yeah. 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 I literally, I'm thinking right now of this couple that's on 90 Day Fiance the other way right now that is like yeah. the most codependent, toxic thing I've ever seen. And they're like 20. Ugh. Um. So we have a reception. We have a wedding reception. Mm-hmm. Everyone's dancing. Um, Alice and Jasper are in their own little like dancing with the stars world. Like truly don't draw any attention to yourselves. Flipping We're all normal. Around. Like, like, like <laughs> levitating, astral projecting, backflips, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Fred and Ginger over there just yeah. doing their thing. Yeah. Um, Edward's like, hey, Bella, another one, another one of your gifts just arrived and brings her over to the woods. And who is it? But Jacob. It's Jacob. Who Bella I wanted. I love that his gift, though, is another man. It's another man. To- <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's like, hey, I know. I mean, it's absolutely. I know I'll never be enough. It's so messed so. up. But it's like she was so, so, so upset that like Jacob hadn't been in yeah. contact. She was really, it was like really eating at her. So I see this as a nice moment for Edward where he's like mm-hmm. not being a prick in terms of like this kind of stuff he did in Eclipse. He's like, okay, like I've moved mm-hmm. past that. Like I brought you Jacob. Now um, that I've locked you down and got that ring on your yeah, finger, like, I guess you, right. can, you can talk <laughs> yeah. to him for five minutes. Um, <laughs> here's your daily allotment of talking to someone else. Exactly. It's Enjoy like, it. I, Enjoy it's it, right by the tree line. Stay in eyesight. Mm-hmm. Like I'll be back mm-hmm. in a second. Um, and so he comes from the tree line uh, and says, you know, I'm the best man. Didn't have time to get a toxin. Bella looks happier than she has during the entirety of the wedding uh, yeah. runs into his arms edward says to jacob this is very kind of you and that's that's very that's something edward would very much say he's like gone back yeah. into like boomer mode and um <laughs> jacob's like hey man kind of like a punk kind is my middle name the two of them i hate them both so much <laughs> like a fucking punk um and so edward's like i'm gonna go see if rosalie wants to dance which i would have loved to pan over to see that right um, where's yeah. the behind the scenes of that yeah one? like where's the bts of that um jacob's like i'm sorry for being late and bella's like it doesn't matter because everything is perfect now like all of my now that you are here all, all of my romantic mm-hmm. interests are in the same <laughs> you know radius of each other edward jacob and just in third place mike newton mike newton <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, and so Jacob shyly is like, will you dance with me? Picks her up, twirls, it's very sweet, picks her up, twirls her around, they laugh and they slow dance and it's extremely intimate. Like they are neck and neck. Yeah, they're like so close. Yeah, they're like neck kissing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, she asks, she's like, where have you been, Jacob? And he's like, mostly Northern Canada. It's weird to be back on two legs and clothes. He so he like basically like parted with his human form. Yeah. For like months after Eclipse. Um 
he's like, I'm out of practice with this whole human thing. And Bella's like, are you okay being here? He's like, why are you afraid I'll trash your party? Um, he looks out to the woods and he hears some growls. Um, and he's like, well, you're not the only one who's afraid I'll trash the party. You have been known to have, you know, some, yeah, exactly. some, some reactions to Some things. rage issues. Yeah, some temper yeah. issues, ruining everything. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, you think I'd be used to telling you goodbye by now? so bella so the acting's horrible so dramatic it's so bad Mm -hmm. i i love taylor lautner but sweet jesus um bella tears up um and he's like you're not supposed to be the one crying uh bella hugs him closer and she says that everyone cries at weddings yeah so jacob looks at her and says this is how i'm gonna remember you pink cheeks two left feet heartbeat Red lips and rosy cheeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Say you'll see me again, <laughs> even if it's just in yours. <laughs> I know. It's like, where's T Swift right now? Well, she could have been on the track, you she, know? She wanted yeah. to be. Yeah. No way. She, she was supposed to have like a little cameo in, was it New Moon? Oh, no. I'm thinking of the Hunger Games where she was supposed to have a cameo. No. I know. I think it was New Moon too because she was dating Taylor Lautner, oh, and they were just afraid yeah. she would like take away from everything. Because right. I truly believe that Haunted was supposed Ooh. to be on the New Moon soundtrack, and they were just like, mm, "That would be so yeah. good." That would have. I know. Hit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking hit. about it right now, and I have chills. It's very I'm much. Go ex- make an edit yeah. to that later to post on TikTok. Thank you. So, man, so many of her songs are New Moon. <laughs> Hoax is also like very New Moon coded. Mm. Hoax from folklore. Yeah, it's like standing on a cliff asking, "Give me a reason" or whatever, and it's like, "Oh, this is about oh, Bella." Cliff you throw yourself off of it <laughs> if you're Bella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess her and Taylor Lautner were not dating by this point. Also, no, yeah. Haunted is on Speak Now, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I pretty much the all the songs on Speak Now. I feel like could be suited, like even, mm. uh. Yeah, like speak now, but oh, like yeah. from Jacob's perspective. From Jacob's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's a story that we'll have to write <laughs> on Wattpad <laughs> later. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Bella asks if, you know, he's going to be picturing her this way because soon she's going to be dead to him. <laughs> and he says no. And he does apologize and says he's just trying to appreciate her last night as human. And Bella says, well, <laughs> Bestie, you're in luck. It's not my last night. <laughs> and he's like, what are you talking about? And she says that she doesn't want to spend her honeymoon writhing in pain, obvi. And he says, well, what's the point? Like, it's not like you're going to have a real honeymoon with him anyways. And Bella says, guess again, it's going to be as real as anyone else's. And I can't, I can't with this. This is, of course, shocking to Jacob. And he's like, that's a sick joke. Like, you're surely you're joking because he's going to crush her like a bag of chips. (laughs) But it dawns on Jacob that she is not joking. And he is understandably shocked and appalled that they're going to have sex while she's still human because, like I said, likely kill her. So, yeah, like maybe just wait a stitch. Nope. Nope. She wants it while she's human. Yeah. That was part of their deal. It's part of their deal. <laughs> what? 
Yeah. yeah. So they, they, they have extensive negotiations in Eclipse. And she's like very worried that when she wakes up as a vampire, all she'll think be able to think about is blood. And she, she wants to experience ever like it with him while she's human so that she can like get her boning in before she like experiences the bloodlust. Yeah. That's why she's, she's like, so... while I still feel this way about you, I want to, that's why yeah. she's so goddamn thirsty during the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's supposed to be like a it's supposed to be like a bone fast. Yeah. Stephanie and he was Meyer. like, I'll only do it if we're married first. Yeah, that's how he convinced her. Because he's religious. Yeah, that's how he yeah. convinced her. Because we're looking at everything through a Mormon lens. Yes. So yeah, that's literally part of the deal is like, okay, I will have sex with you and turn you into a vampire if you marry me. Like those are the conditions, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. That is not better. Like, that's not a better deal first, okay. the, first she wanted first she wanted him to change her himself and he was mm-hmm. like marry me and she was like no like that wasn't enough and then yeah, later on right. in the clips he's like okay like what if we like what if i like f you while you're human and she's like okay let's go. can we get married right now can we do it let's do yeah. it yeah, because there's that scene in clips where she like tries to seduce him well yeah i remember and, that yeah. yeah oh yeah and then they get engaged with that mm-hmm. ugly ass ring, which oh, they do God. change to a different ring in this one. The, uh, the it, pillow one. It looks similar, like in <laughs> style, but yeah, they change it to a different one. It's like it's like puffy. Ugh, that gumball machine looking ring. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, Jacob asks if she's really that stupid. And the answer is yes, but she says mm-hmm. it's none of your business. And then he like grabs her arms, is like, you can't do this like trying to shake some sense into this woman but she yells she does at him. not care about her own life sorry but like she doesn't care about her own livelihood at all Never has. in relationship to edward she's like no edward is my life no no thoughts just edward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i yeah. can make it with the love exclusively yeah yeah so bella yells at him to let go of her and edward appears and is like jacob calm down and Seth has to like jump out of the bushes to restrain Jacob. He's about to start swinging, and <laughs> it's followed by Quill, Embry, Sam. They all have to like you know try and get Jacob to not rip Edward's head off. And Sam also appears and says, "That's enough. You're you're mm-hmm. not going to start something that we'll have to finish." Yeah. And Jacob says, "Bella's going to die." And Sam says, "Well, that's not our concern anymore." And low key, like you have to admit that it, it can't be. Yeah. Like Jacob is turning his entire life upside down because of her decisions. And yeah, yeah it's a, it doesn't have anything to do with him. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, though. Oh, God. Sorry, no, 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 go ahead. I was just going to say it is interesting how passionate he feels for her because he hasn't imprinted on her. Yeah. So, yeah. No, he really loves her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like real love. Yeah. And I guess imprinting is more like pheromonal. Imprinting is the devil's work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> imprinting <laughs> is no, actually what... being imprisoned. Yeah. Imprinting is, Sounds is like being, it. in, in, it's like a literal prison. You have no choice in the manner, in, yeah. in, in the, in the manner, matter, mm-hmm. manner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jacob looks at Bella one last time before he shoves past Sam, goes into the woods and the pack follows behind and bella just goes i'm really stupid i'm like yeah you should not have told him that like (laughs) just just out of like kindness for this 
person who you know is in love with you, like maybe don't talk about having sex with somebody else, let alone all the other implications around it. Yeah. But yeah. if there's anything Bella loves to do, it is to torture Jacob, unfortunately. Oh. So Edward says, it's all right. Like, let's just go back to the reception and off they go. Back, we're back, and I'm going to talk, but just to recap what was said off mic is that Stephanie Meyer, uh, what did you just say? You just said something that I really wanted to repeat. What did... Oh, we that there was a, that there, or that she's um, that there was like a huge tonal shift. Yeah, this like this book doesn't even belong with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it felt like some sort of uh, failed catharsis mm-hmm. that she was trying mm-hmm. to do, but like, like we've all agreed, there doesn't seem to be a cohesive point to the film. Yeah. No. No. So, anyways. None. <laughs> with with that being said, Bella puts on her best business casual outfit. Oh God! <laughs> She's like, I'm a woman now. Can't stick to my jeans and sweatshirt anymore. Like yeah. I'm an adult. Going straight from my reception to the office with my little belted dress. Yeah, I'll never have to work again. I I do feel like the dress is. Everybody wanted the dress at the time, and I really feel like it was it was just like from Banana Republic. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Been, like I think that's actually who sold the dress. Yeah. Dear God. Okay. So everyone <laughs> is clapping as Bella and Edward are ready to just set off to their honeymoon. And Bella doesn't even know where they're going. And I'm like, he is a kidnapper, Bella. He is a groomer, Bella. But she's like, this is exciting. I'm 18. Her her whole thing of cosplaying as an adult upsets me so much because mm. it's not like this was thrust upon her. Like, people do get pregnant when they're 18 or right. 16 or whatever, and it's, like, something that happens. But also, it typically is something that's, like, a scary thing that you have to kind of navigate and you – rely on other people for help or you're like I need to figure out my shit like maybe no one's supporting you but she's like this is what I want and it's gonna be a hell storm and I want it so much <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst thing anyone could want I've never won nobody's ever wanted anything more than I want it <laughs> and she's like I have to do it I have to do it. when I, I set my mind something I need it demon baby I have to yeah. <laughs> So but Edward is kidnapping her and <laughs> Renee tells Bella to wear a hat and sunscreen and take care of yourself. So maybe Renee knows where they're going. I don't know. I think she, no, I'm sure Renee doesn't know where she would have told. Oh, Renee is like, yeah. just drunk. Yeah. <laughs> Renee is like, drunk. <laughs> so Alice ruins the moment and tells Bella everything is ready to go. She's like, you can't hug your mom. Stop. You can't and say goodbye to your mom one last time before you presumably never see her again. Right. And Charlie looks like someone ripped his heart out. His poor, <laughs> poor mm. man. Um, so Bella goes over and he tells her it's going to be strange without her under his roof. And she says it's going to be strange for her too. And Charlie says it will always be her home, oh. which is very nice. And Bella tells Charlie that she loves him forever and hugs him. And it's a really sweet moment amidst yeah. all this chaos. 
And Charlie tells her he loves her, always has, and always will. Mm-hmm. Renee never even says, like, I love you so much. Like, no. this, there's mm-hmm. no sweet moment between them. Just Mm-mm. wear a hat, wear some sunscreen, see you later. She's like, I've done this so many times, Bella. Just enjoy yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's so, true. Edward and Bella get in their car and drive off as everyone claps and waves goodbye. And as they drive, we hear the pained, forlorn Jacob howling in the distance. Brutal. So uh, like, my toxic trait is like, I know everyone thinks that that's so sad. And, and like, obviously, it is, but like the sound, the sound effect, for whatever reason, like sends me how like howling with laughter into orbit. I laughed so hard the first time I heard As it. you should. No, as you should. And when you guys mentioned, you were like, yeah, this was a higher budget. Like there's a lot of special effects. I was like, was there? <laughs> Who did they hire? No, they use it all on on Bella, emaciated Bella, everything yeah. else. That's why mm-hmm. everything else is like someone's outside, like <laughs> the person's doing it. There was like they went to like any royalty free library they could find. <laughs> oh just, like gosh. that's the one. <laughs> when we get to it later on, there's a scene, the scene where they're all um all the wolves are there and they've all phased oh, and they're like Oh yep. <laughs> And they're like, oh, it's just sounds so bad. Listen, kill her, kill her, kill her. I've it's tried. Like, blah, blah, blah. I've yeah. tried to do videos on that, and they never do well. Like people are always like, "That's one of my favorite scenes." And I'm like, it is literally the worst goddamn thing I've ever seen in my. The voices. It's it so feels bad. like they lost the audio underwater, and they said we're going to use it anyway. <laughs> It was in the Titanic, and we we they're like, didn't the old lady throw it off the boat? <laughs> and they're like, babe, I went down and got it for you. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this more. But you're, yes, you're so right, and I really believe that all the all the other effects in the movie are so bad, and you'll see this in Breaking Dawn Part Two as well mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they they did so well on Kristen Stewart, and it was yeah. like we our budget's blown. Some, somebody go outside and howl. <laughs> Record it with try a tin can and come back to me. Try to make yeah. it sound real. Um, okay, yeah. So Jacob, so some poor assholes out there howling in pain, getting in that eight, <laughs> that's eighty yard over. So we think it's Jacob. Um, and so then we. It's find, actually a dog being run over. Like on the they were to run over. A dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> okay so back to edward and bella because bella's like i don't care about that howling they get they go they go we find out they're in rio de janeiro oh my god and it is a party and by the way that's Mm -hmm. also where edward went went, which is so weird that's also where he went when he left Bella for seven months, he was in and Rio. He wore that same ripped he wore shirt that same for a year. Ass shirt for a year, <laughs> and you and you see the Christ the Redeemer statue as he's like crumbling his cell phone. And mm-hmm. so it's really kind of like interesting that he's like, "Do you want a honeymoon here?" Like the <laughs> yeah. darkest part of his his existence. But you know, yeah. they go back. I have so many fond memories that our family home here. <laughs> when I like lived with rats and like yeah. In a 
a crawl space and, and try to like unalive every day, but I can't because I'm made of marble. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just really weird they'd go back there, but they have to go through here to get to their final destination. Mm-hmm. Um, so they drive through the streets of Rio and people are singing and dancing. And Edward's like, you know what? And tells the driver to pull over. And they go into the streets to enjoy the city and it's very carefree and beautiful. And she's still in her Spanish Republic dress. Um, <laughs> Edward kisses Bella. And then they get into a speed goat, a speed boat to go to their final destination, which if you haven't seen the bloopers of Robert Pattinson trying to learn how to drive that <laughs> speedboat or just how to figure it out at all, please find them. They are the I, best. I will. I didn't see it, but I did read like a little fun fact where it's like he took he took lessons so he could, you know, drive it in the movie and he crashed it both mm-hmm. in the lessons and while they were filming. Yeah, he wasn't listening to anything. And like <laughs> in the scene where they're actually filming, Kristen Stewart is like yelling at him. She's like, no, no. He's like, oh, I took a lesson. And like it's just like <laughs> literally just driving this boat into whatever he wants. He like I don't because I don't even know if he could drive at the time by car at the time. He's Probably the best. Yeah. Whatever. Go watch the blooper. Rob is a king. We stand. Um, and so then they go in their speedboat and they get to the final destination, which is a private island that the Cullens own called Isle Esme. Isle Esme. It was a gift from Carlisle. And they pull up in this boat to a gorgeous house on this private Cullen Cullen owned island. Mm. I knew that they were rich, but they're like Rothschild rich. Yeah, they they are they've they're doing illegal actions 24 seven to get, yeah. to get money. Alice can see the future. White collar crime. Absolutely. When they were driving the sports car through Italy, I was like, Oh, <laughs> Oh, oh you're like that. <laughs> Alice, why don't you get some better outfits? If you're so into fashion, <laughs> Oh my God. Money yes. doesn't buy style, babe. Money can't buy you class. Exactly. <laughs> Um, there was like some list that came out a few years ago about like the richest fictional characters of all time. And I think Carlisle is like number two or something. Wow. He, he was number one initially and then they redid the list. And I feel mm. like he dropped to number three because Smaug and Scrooge McDuck are above him now. Mm. But at one point, wow, he Scrooge was McDuck. Him. Scrooge McDuck has that much money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what? Wow. Based on like, what? He has a whole house. Remember, he would go in it. He has the whole like um, vault that he would swim in all his money. Yeah, that's true. He has like a whole house full of money. The vault was so big. Oh my god! I used to dream of swimming through that money when I would watch it. <laughs> It'd actually be so painful. <laughs> it's like coins. Bella having sex with Edward, and he's like made of marble. You're like swimming through the coins. They're There's just like protruding and, and breaking and, and your and ribs. They both sound exactly the same. It's crazy. Same, same sound like. Ding, ding, ding. man so yeah we get to this private cullen owned island isle esme edward picks bella up bridal style to carry her across the threshold because like he says he's nothing if not traditional um the house is like gorgeous it's a beautiful house i did watch like some of the behind the scenes because they filmed like all of this in like rio including the scenes before that and they wanted to pick like a real like spot that they knew a lot of like young people hung out at so um it seemed like they actually did spend quite a bit of like time on making sure that this was all done right and um while they were filming all of the house scenes like there was this huge storm that happened 
And the whole, like, cast and crew were stuck in this house, like, having to stay there overnight with, like, very little electricity and, like, running water. And then they were, like, the furniture is, like, rented, so don't sit on the furniture. So everybody's, like, sitting on the ground and, like, sleeping in (laughs) bathtubs and stuff because they're not allowed to sit on, like, the white couches if their clothes were wet or dirty or anything. Um, Oh, my God. Crazy. Wow. I did not know that. Yeah, it's uh, the behind the scenes. Like I, I saw them on YouTube, and they also talked a lot about like Robert Pattinson's kind of like vibe while they were filming this. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted this clip on TikTok a couple weeks ago, but basically, like the director was like, "Yeah, once we were filming all these honeymoon scenes, like Rob just seemed like so at ease, and like he was having a lot of fun, and like you know, Edward's such like a serious moody guy, yeah. but like you yeah. really start to see Rob bleed through in the honeymoon scenes because like, he was Edward, just like Edward didn't come to the honeymoon. Like Yeah. Th- like Rob was have, just enjoying himself. He's running around <laughs> yeah. in the sun. The man's just like, I've done so much. <laughs> yeah. He's running around in the sun. He's not sparkling. He's tan. No. Nope. That was that Robert Pattinson came to that honeymoon, not Edward. Mm-hmm. Okay. He dropped Edward off somewhere. Yeah. I have a question for you guys. What happened to the sparkles in this movie? They just, they just, I, I, I have to believe that Rob was like, I'm done. I'm all set. Yeah. You can barely, barely see it. The only time you even see a little bit of glimmer is like when they're on the waterfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can just kind of see like the teeniest time. It looks like he just has like some highlighter on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's not very skin of a killer of him. But he like has a right. tan. He's yeah. like t- tan. Yeah. When I was watching this, I was watching it. I watched it twice, actually. Oh, I was like, God. I need to, like, digest. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take notes. Um, but I was watching it with my boyfriend, and he actually really likes Twilight. <laughs> and I was like, am I – should I end this right now? Um, but he was, like, watching it, and he was, like – he had a lot of questions, and he was like, where's the sparkles? Like, this is, like – this doesn't track and like i was like you need to settle down babe (laughs) you're getting up in arms (laughs) we need to put you in contact with sarah right now she can (laughs) you guys can vent (laughs) yeah because i don't have the answers he's asking the right questions it's it's where the where's his bullshit why is he tan where the sparkles yeah Mm -hmm. yeah stephanie answer for your crimes but like, <laughs> like the girlies love honeymoon. I word. They're always yeah. like, "That's the best he's ever yeah. looked." I'm like, "That's because they didn't put he's any makeup on. It's just, it just Rob." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And I agree. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's my favorite Edward for sure. Um, but yes, they're they're at this house. You know, Bella takes a look around while Edward gets the bags, and she comes into like the master bedroom and sees this like beautiful four post bed and they like shyly look at each other over the bed and he asks if she's tired and she says no and he's like do you want to go for a swim and oh. she says yeah that would be nice i just need a couple of human min- min- you know, minutes if you don't mind so he kisses her forehead and says don't take too long mrs colin and i'm like who is this edward i have I never seen him like this before so he then goes out onto the beach and starts undressing. Mm. And meanwhile, we get the classic, like, girl getting ready little <laughs> montage, montage scene. <laughs> so, Bella, this is very just, like, quintessential. Like, 
any movie where the woman is about to have sex and like she's like, oh my god, I got, I have to shave my legs in the sink. Like, oh no, <laughs> mm-hmm. and yeah. like you got married today. Like, aren't you the most primed and like yes. right. mo- moisturized yes. you've ever been? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So she grabs her bag, goes into the restroom. She brushes her teeth. She brushes her hair. She takes off her ring and splashes water on her arms. Okay. Um, (laughs) She takes off her dress and like shaves her legs. And then she looks through her bag to see that Alice has once again bamboozled her (laughs) and only packed lacy, sexy lingerie. And I'm like, Alex, you want her to get killed? Okay, interesting. (laughs) Interesting. Well, the whole family knows about this uh, sex plan that they have. They're all in on it. They're like, we all have to give you our undying support no matter how bad your decisions are. That's mm-hmm. their thing. They just want Edward to loosen up. They're like, please, God, can he please yeah. just have sex finally? <laughs> and so Bella sinks down to the ground in fetal position. I, I'm i like, maybe you aren't ready, yeah, sweetie, yeah. which is fine. Have you just mm-hmm. thought about, like, perhaps waiting? But... Then she snaps out of it and she's like, don't be a coward. And I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to tell no yourself good. right before you have sex for the first don't time. Don't be a coward. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't be a coward. Shave your legs and get over it. Nut up or get shut up, the, bitch. Yeah, let's do let's this. Go do it in the ocean for the first time. <laughs> and this is this must be what Stephanie Meyer experienced. Because like I the combination of like nervously brushing your teeth and shaving your legs with like just absolutely like self-hatred and fear yeah, of course mm. yeah i'm sure yeah bella you know gets herself up and she goes down to the beach in her towel she sees edward's clothes on the sand dun, dun, dun. she <laughs> drops her towel and walks him in the water under the moonlight edward puts his arm around her and he says that she's beautiful And then they embrace and they start making out. And he's like very nervous about this. You can tell he's starting to get nervous. And he's like, I I said, I promise that I would try if it doesn't work. And she's like, I trust you, which is like her thing that she's always said from the minute that she laid eyes on him, even when he was (laughs) wanted to murder her and everyone in the biology room and turning page, which I do love this song starts playing again because something incredible is about to happen. Yeah, for about 40 seconds. For literally 15 seconds. Yeah. So Edward and Bella go back, you know, into the bedroom. They're making out on the bed. And, like, nothing has even really happened yet. And Edward already has broken this headboard. Yeah, so I need you to understand that, like, this, because there was a fade to black in the books, there mm-hmm. was, like, no sex scene in the book. Like, they didn't, like, everyone, everyone fixated on the headboard breaking when the movie was in production it was like will the headboard break when will it break how will it break like people the girlies were so feral over the fact that edward had broken a headboard because he's so restrained it's like he and so i think they broke it they had him break it immediately yeah because they knew that the girlies were feral the the headboard and the leg hitch very important i kept thinking about what you guys said about the leg hitch i was like (laughs) the leg hitch the leg hitch what You're just you're so like starved for anything in this yeah. in these books that when something does happen, it's like, yeah, it becomes <sighs> insane. Yeah. 
So yeah, he breaks his headboard um, almost immediately, and she says, it's okay, and kisses him again. We have a fade to black because PG-13, and in the morning, Bella wakes up, and there's like one lone little like feather floating down that lands on her hair. We see like the down feathers from the pillows just like all over. Is it like in the books where he talks about how he like had to like bite a pillow? Bite a pillow. Yeah. Bite a pillow, Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so he like you know uh in wartime when you have to amputate somebody and they have to like bite on a belt yeah, that was ever strain himself yeah, yeah dur- during the act he's biting a pillow mm-hmm. so yeah we also see that the bed frame is like completely destroyed in a way that couldn't possibly make no. sense unless they were like <laughs> like what like, are you doing fl- like l- flying around the, room yeah. having sex. the bed frame sense. was actually made out of tooth pr- toothpicks and um Mm-hmm. glue sticks so it did fall apart immediately <laughs> so um bella looks at herself in the mirror she's like super blissed out just remembering their night together and she's like tracing she's like touching her lips and her collarbone and just like remembering all the places that like they touched each other and we have like flashback kind of moments and turning which pages is playing again mm-hmm. for the third <laughs> time stop. yeah yeah this is kind of the only really bit of sex scene that we get is like her reminiscing on the night yeah And then, you know, as she's kind of in her own world, Edward comes up. Well, he doesn't come up. He's suddenly standing behind her. um, And he asks, how badly are you hurt? And she's like, what are you talking about? And he pulls her like bathrobe aside to show that she has like bruises everywhere. And I'm like, I don't think it's that big of a deal. We've all had a sex bruise here and there, but. Say la vie. <laughs> not for Ed- not for Edward. No. She's like not really phased at all, but Edward looks like like there he's just consumed with so much self-hatred. Yeah. yeah. That he cannot hear anything that she's saying and he apologizes for hurting her and she's like, Well, I'm I'm not sorry, like I'm fine. But Edward is just like beating himself up over how he has caused her some of these bruises, but Bella tells him not to ruin this. And he says, I've already ruined it. Is he like I'd be so mad at him? No, right. He's mm-hmm. a narcissist. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, this is unnatural behavior. Like, of course. Like she's not she didn't break a bone. Like she's no. not like no. she is happy. There's no lo- like, yeah, some bruising, but like no lasting pain here yeah um any opportunity that edward's whole thing he's the center of the universe and he's a monster so mm -hmm. any opportunity that he can take to be like i'm a monster like he will take it and and he will and he'll glean that from any situation he can and make that situation entirely about him being a monster and Mm -hmm. this is a great opportunity for him yeah so he is on another wave and Bella's like, why can't you see how perfectly happy I was five seconds ago? Now I'm pissed off. And he's like, good. You like, you should be angry. And she's like, we knew this was going to be tricky. Like we already knew that, but I think we did amazing. It was amazing for me. Someone who was never, I guess they both never had sex before, but like a especially her because this is something that she's like a connection she's wanted with him for a long time and he's like you're just worried that I didn't enjoy myself and I'm like why do you love him Bella just remind me (laughs) (laughs) so she says she knows it's not the same for him 
but for a human, she can't imagine that it gets any better than that. And I'm like, oh. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my it's God. devastating. Devastating. And yeah. I'm like, just on a practical level, I'm like, it had to be so cold. Awful. Yeah. Ugh. Another question. <laughs> I don't know if I should ask this now or later, but like, can vampires use protection? Like, what's the deal there? Yeah, they absolutely can. Okay, I just so... don't think I just don't think he thought that he had to because um, I don't think he thought that there was any way that this could happen. Okay, right. Okay, I see. But yeah, no, they totally could. I think did like because I know that Stephanie has talked about you know the the venom based fluids. Yeah. Um and how that <laughs> she, that she being sure fucking has <laughs> that being sure. how she got pregnant. But mm. I'm like there's no blood in his body. How is an erection happening? Is he just hard all the time? So, yeah, no this Another is one good of the, question. one of the biggest questions that I get asked and mm. she, what <laughs> and she you're says, like I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Um the venom based so she says that there are venom based fluids that are all up in their bodies that act the same as the fluids in our bodies. So I feel like mm. what is implied there is that he gets hard he gets an erection from the venom based fluid going to that area. And there's some sort of DNA, obviously, and I guess in that fluid. <laughs> because the venom based fluid, and it's all different. But like so the venom based yeah. fluid in the mouth, the has saliva, less venom. It has well, it has more venom because that's the only oh, that's the only uh thing that can change a person. Mm. Right. And so people will also ask me, like, why didn't Bella turn when they had sex? Because like the venom was inside her. And I'm like, well, that no, that venom can't change. So it acts like the fluid that a human would have would act. It's absolutely insane. Mm. It's absolutely bonkers. It's not, it doesn't approximate anything close to science. Right. So like the venom in their <laughs> yeah. mouth. Okay. The, <laughs> the venom in their mouths acts like saliva. The venom that goes to his like penis when he gets an erection is acting like semen mm. and blood. That would have to make the erection. <sighs> right. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is the most this is the most I've ever been able to talk about because I can't say any of those words on TikTok. So I'm right, always like right. when they get when they have biblical relations, like the way I've had to explain this shit. Oh my god. It's so crazy. I'm like, and the fluid goes down there and <laughs> Because you can't say this, but yeah, so I right. think that that's that's how it happens. But people, I don't know, I don't. So I know I don't think he's hard all the time. Although, like, they mm -hmm. are made of marble, so I also don't understand right what that's like when it's not hard. Right, it's it's hard. It's just down. It's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it just changes directions, yeah. <laughs> like a light switch, like a gear shift. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> This is, yeah, it's crazy. So <laughs> I'm recalibrating. Edward tells her that last <laughs> night was the best night of his existence. He's like even better than the Emancipa Emancipation Proclamation. Like this is incredible. <laughs> and she tells him he's the best and kisses him. <laughs> so they have a really deep connection. Um, but Edward pulls away <laughs> and she says, like, 
oh, you're not going to touch me again, are you? And he goes to make her breakfast. So like any semblance of a normal honeymoon or just a sweet moment is completely ruined because he is unable to like get past his own emotional demons. Yeah. Yeah. And what ensues after that is an absolutely infuriating honeymoon montage where Bella is just like chasing this man, like thirsting for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's just trying to tire her out basically Um, like a child. Yeah. Um, So we see Edward and Bella playing chess. Um, She comes out of the bathroom in some of Alice's like sexy lingerie to try and seduce him posing next to the wall. And I think that he just like laughs at her. I would never Um, recover if somebody laughed at me. I think it's very like Rob though. Like, like, yeah, I think he's just like laughing. It's a rare, Um, genuine smile from Edward. I think it's like the only genuine smile that we've ever gotten from him in any of the movies because I think he was just cracking up. Yeah. Um, They go to a waterfall and she jumps on his back um, and he jumps in the water. Again, we've already covered this, but he Mm -hmm. is really not sparkling. He's like barely glistening now. Where is the skin of a killer? Everybody wants to know. Yeah. Although Edward is clearly believes he's in the skin of it. He's very much in skin of a killer mode. Yeah. um, Because he doesn't want to be touch Bella. Bella kisses him and then he like speed swims away. So he's like on the opposite side of the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) Um, More chess titillating more chess um <laughs> bella tries again to seduce him with a nightgown she like flops down like ass up next to him mm-hmm. and passes out and edward just like sweetly covers her up with a sheet uh then they're playing chess again and bella wins and she then shoves the pieces aside and starts kissing him and they make out um but it was just a dream and bella wakes up in tears and this and this is so devastating in the book she wakes up sobbing yeah. she's like scream crying and like begging for sex in the book it's like really rough um and so edward's just because edward's like are you having a nightmare and she says no it was a good dream i just wanted it be to be real and he's like well like it's so sad um and he's like well can you tell me about it and so she grabs his face and starts kissing him and he's like no i can't and then she's just begging but in the yeah. book she's like sob like scream sob begging like oh begging God. um and so edward finally gives in and we see bella getting on top of him yeah then sudden tone shift we see <laughs> a vision of charlie walking up to a dead bella in a coffin jarring um but it's just kind of like a, a daydream that Jacob has had because we're with <laughs> Jacob. We're on the push and uh, he's you know, chilling on the beach with his pals and says to Seth and Embry that, you know, maybe they'll say that Bella was in a car crash or she tripped and fell off a cliff or something. And he says at least he'll get one thing out of it. And then he has another cute little daydream of him uh, in wolf form ripping Edward's head off. He's like, that'll calm me. Yeah, Sam interjects and is like, no, you won't. Uh, The Cullens are not a danger to this town or our tribe. I disagree, but (laughs) whatever. (laughs) Yeah, they very much are. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, the reason that you guys have all turned is because of them. You destroyed all of your lives. Yeah, the Cullens suck. Yeah, because they are like, we must reside in this area, knowing what our presence does. Mm -hmm. 
But Jacob says that Edward will either kill her or change her. And as the treaty says, but Sam cuts him off and says, I say, Jacob, I say. So. Mm. Embry then says if Jacob wanted things to be different, then he should have become alpha. Because I think they talk about this in New Moon where actually Jacob is supposed to be the alpha by like yeah. birthright. But yeah. he turned it down because he, he didn't down. want that responsibility. Fair enough. Seth then asks Jacob if he really thinks that he could kill Bella if she came back as a vampire. And Leah cuts in and says, no, he'd make one of us do it and then hold a grudge against us. Fair. So Jacob tells her to shut up and Leah tells him to get over it. It's not like he imprinted on her. And that's when they look over on the shore and they see all the other pack members with their imprint partners. And Seth says they seem happy. And Embry says some people are just lucky. And Jacob is like, they're not lucky. And looks over at Quill and the child. Toddler. Toddler. Toddler mm -hmm. alert. Uh, <laughs> and says that none of them belong to themselves anymore and their genes tell them that they're happy about it and i'm like yeah it's almost like it shouldn't exist like it was a made-up thing that shouldn't exist yeah um <laughs> just a thought and leah says at least if he imprinted he'd finally forget about bella and leah looks over at sam and emily just like Missing her relationship and oh. yearning for him, which is so cringe and like sad. And she says, Any type of happy is better than being miserable about someone you can't have. Oh man, once again, the Leah, Sam, Emily A horrible situation. Yeah, just torture. And also, I needed like a refresher about like their. Uh, tri love triangle and so I was like okay let me like look on Wikipedia and I was like oh my god yeah Sam scarred her yeah yeah this is not good like this no, is bad, bad. <laughs> yeah it's bad because she was like Emily was like trying to get him to to leave to leave her alone because she's Leah's cousin and she was like you're just like your deadbeat dad or whatever she was like goading him and he like turned into a wolf too close to her and she got scarred Again, Stephanie really, really, you know, doing her best to represent functional relationships in this indigenous tribe that is actually yeah. real, real in the real world. Right, um, right, let's right. not yeah. forget that the Quileute tribe are a bunch of real people. Yep. Just bastardizing their culture. Yeah. Sorry. No, just like truly just <laughs> yeah. like taking it and being like, oh my God, this is so convenient for my vampire story. Like <laughs> mm -hmm. when they had to make a whole website called Truth versus Twilight to debunk all of the horrible things that. Yep happened to the tribe and did they see a single dollar of the millions made from these movies no no nope except for the fans that donate but oh no yeah no not from not from not from twilight itself unfortunately no. mm -hmm. um we're back on isle esme uh edward introduces bella to the housekeepers gustava i don't remember how to say her name uh kare is it Kare? Okay, yeah. yeah so. Kare is a wise, wise woman. Mm -hmm. um, Kare gives Edward and Bella an absolutely terrified, horrified look um, before yeah. they go to deal with the absolute bedroom disaster. Don't forget that that has to be put together. <laughs> and, and Bella's like, what is that about? And Edward, like, very, like, flirtatious because Edward is now back in a good mood. They have, right. like, successfully had sex. Um, mm -hmm. He's He's back on board and with the honeymoon. Rob's back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Edward 
Edward says Corey is afraid for Bella because he has her here all alone. Um, she suspects he's a blood drinking demon. And so that's a legend that exists in down in South America. Um, they make out and Corey walks in and goes, no, <laughs> before Gustavo was like, you no, we don't do this here. You got to get out of here. Like, come on, yeah. let's go. He's like, we are simply employees and we will not be yelling. <laughs> we cannot, we cannot impose our own superstitions on these people. Yeah. I mean, she's she's right. Yeah. Oh, she's on the money. Yeah. Yeah. So the next morning, Bella wakes up to a note from Edward saying that he's gone to the mainland to hunt, but he'll be back before she wakes up. And she's like, you're late. So she goes to the kitchen and grabs some chicken and peanut butter and I think yogurt as well. It's a bunch of wild stuff. Mm -hmm. I make some cravings. I wonder what those could be. So she fries up the chicken and starts eating it. But then she kind of just like is looking at the meat and... I will say sometimes I get like a little poultry aversion moment when I'm eating chicken or eggs where it tastes like a little too chickeny or a little too eggy. So I was like, Mm -hmm. feel you, girl. But that's not what's happening here. She's actually getting nauseous because of something else. So she runs to the bathroom and throws up. It's funny you mentioned the eggs because that got cut in the movie. But like in the Mm -hmm. book, she goes through like 16 cartons of eggs in like a week like yeah. there's very clearly something like edward's like wow i can't believe how your appetite how much you love eggs like she's very clearly <laughs> having insane she's having insane dreams yeah she's having yeah. insane cravings immediately after yeah. they have sex after her nightmare mm-hmm. yeah she is pregnant immediately yeah on site they said we don't need production what are you talking about yeah mm-hmm. So Edward comes back to see her, even though she's puking in the toilet. And she's like, no, please don't. I don't want you to see me like this. But he's like, in sickness and in health, babe. So she says it must have been the chicken. And I know it's because she's pregnant. But, like, the chicken does look a little undercooked. So yeah, it, it did. It, lo- it looked like it was raw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which maybe is, like, a nod to, like, how she, like – internally wants that raw meat or like the blood Mm. i don't know Mm -hmm. but she says it must have been the chicken and she asks for her bag and she sees a box of tampons starts doing a little calculation in her head and she asks how many days it's been since the wedding he's like 14 bella then realizes her period is late (laughs) as if this man doesn't know exactly yeah her cycle these two geniuses we know he has a spreadsheet we know he has it he knows when she's on her period and she is having like crazy fever dreams and eating everything in sight Mm -hmm. and is and the two of them together can't figure out that her period (laughs) is late yeah they can't rub one brain cell (laughs) together to figure it out he should have 14 days like he should have been like this, the minute she was late, he would have known. He probably would have planned their honeymoon to coincide with her not having her period. Of course. Or having it because he's terrified of having sex. But yeah. <sighs> so shocker, you know, <laughs> and Bella looks at the mirror. She looks at her stomach. She's like, that's impossible. Her and flat, then flat, flat, flat stomach. stomach. <laughs> yeah. No, not a single pound has, has been gained. Um, and then 
as if this is how pregnancy works. But I guess it's like sped up because it's really sped up. Yeah, it's a vampire. Yeah, um, she feels a kick. So what? <laughs> and Edward is literally standing there in shock. He doesn't even move to answer his phone. Bella picks up. Of course, it's Alice. She's like, are you all right? I had a vision of something. And Carlisle takes the phone and Bella asks him if vampires can go into shock. And she knows that it's impossible, but she thinks that she is pregnant. And so Edward takes the phone and asks if this is possible. And Carlisle is like, I don't know, but the sooner we can get Bella here, like we can figure it out. And if, you know, if Stephanie wanted this to be scary, can you imagine just being like, like just feeling something kick inside you? What the hell? Like, and, I know it's like, sped up, but pregnant. I'm like, I would, oh my God, it's the scariest. And it's like, it's like part vampire. <laughs> like, oh my God. An abomination. An abomination. <laughs> um, um, oh, and what, and what is left out here is that she's been dreaming about this, like little babies too, for like a while. Yeah. She has a dream about a little baby that looks like she's having all, all these dreams about little babies that look like Edward. She has mm-hmm. a dream about it, like before the wedding. And she dreams about it while she's on the Island too. So she's like already obsessed with this, like little baby that she thinks is going to like look like Edward, which I think feeds into how she feels about what to do about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, even though like before this book, Bella has never alluded no, to wanting want to kids. be involved in motherhood in any way. Doesn't want kids. Nope. Mm-mm. But because she could like produce a mini Edward, like she wants to be a boy mom to oh. Edward's child. Kid child. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag boy mom. Oh, um, God. Edward hangs up and starts speed packing all their stuff. Suddenly he hears that Corey is at the door. She wants to make sure that Bella is still alive. Um, and so Be- Bella finally has a moment alone to process what's happening. She looks at her stomach and starts, she is feeling like very bonded to her baby. We don't really know that they don't do a very good job of showing that no. in the movie, but she's like my little nudger in the book. She's already calling it her little nudger. And I know yeah. she's thinking of that little boy that looks exactly little baby boy looks exactly like Edward. <laughs> um, Edward and Corey come back in arguing in Portuguese. Um, and so she's like, what did you do to her? And Edward asks, is like, please tell me what you know about this. Um, she says she knows he's Corey's like, I know you're a demon and you killed this little girl. And he, <laughs> oh my God, Bella's just like, stay there. Um, and so Edward's like, how do I help her? He's like, I'll do anything. I love her. How can she survive this? So Corey goes up to Bella and puts her hand to Bella's stomach. And she looks at her and she's like, Morate. She's like, death. Yeah. <laughs> And Edward's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I'm not going to let her hurt you. Carla's going to get that thing out, is what he says. And in the book, Bella's like, what thing? Doesn't even realize that he's talking about the baby for like a, a bunch of time because she, she, yeah. to her, it's like her little nudger. Um, whereas like, I'm kind of with Edward on this one. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. Edward grabs the bag and leaves and Bella's left standing there confused by Edward calling her baby a thing. So they silently ride in the car to the tarmac to get on their private jet. Edward tells Bella to like wait in the car while they load. And while she has this moment to herself, she pulls out her phone and calls Rosalie Mm -hmm. saying that she needs her help. Because if there's anyone that's going to understand the wanting of a child, it is Miss Rosalie Cullen. Who can never Mm -hmm. have one. So. So you can't have a child after you're a vampire? No. Um. Women can't because they 
they're like fr- their bodies are frozen in time so the 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 body wouldn't be able to um like be able to, uh, like stretch to accommodate the baby yeah whoa that's what stephanie says about it because she had answered the pre- the pregnancy question before breaking dawn came out but she was just really like strategic about it she'd only answered it about female vampires she was like no that's not possible because their bodies can't change to like accommodate the their uterus can't change to accommodate the baby what if somebody turned while they were pregnant would the baby just die would they be pregnant forever i thought about that I, stephanie said in an interview they'd be pregnant forever and that was the most horrifying thing that she could possibly think of yeah she said she was like she like literally was like ah! like she hated being pregnant oh my gosh that does sound horrifying yeah um yeah so we go back to forks uh jacob drives his motorcycle to his you know house to his dad's house when he sees charlie's police car in the driveway so he goes inside and billy tells him that bella called charlie so this is kind of what jacob's been waiting for is like the mm-hmm. call that Bella has mm-hmm. mysteriously died. But Charlie tells Jacob that Edward and Bella are extending their trip because she caught a bug and they want to wait until she's better to travel. So Jacob is suspicious and Charlie is like, yeah, you know, they they told me not to worry, but something in her voice sounded off. So he's like, oh, like she spoke to him. So like something's up. That's when... uh sue clearwater who i think is there as well Mm -hmm. um she tells charlie that bella's gonna be fine you know let's all sit down for dinner jacob goes to leave and billy is like jacob let it go like let this happen but jacob has a mind of his own and off he goes sorry i'm like still processing uh stephanie meyer being like she'd be pregnant forever (laughs) (laughs) 